Welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Doug Dewan, and joining me this segment is a group of people coming from South End Stories with Dante Felder, Donald, Hannah, Sarah, and Marie. Uh, did I say that right? Yes, you did. Thank you so much. I know. I struggle sometimes with uh, pronunciations, which is why I talk for a living. Uh, join us as we look at issues that affect us here at home <laughs> in our community and across the nation. Today, we'll find out about youth, arts, education, and South End Stories. Guys, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so the first thing that I see when I go to your website is a trauma-informed and anti-racist arts education program. Can you kind of give me an idea of what that means? What's trauma-informed anti-racist arts education? Um, I can give like a like a, the layman's version, this like the really simple version, and then Dr. Felder, Sarah, and uh, Madi and Hannah can expand on it. So when I see it, it's really speaking to the child directly to the child, directly to the child's needs and their interests and their their joys and liberations and also their um sense with sensitivity their trauma and providing strategies through curriculum developments and through like being still and present with that child and or classroom, it it will begin to create a sense of um a roadmap or or a map to allow them to move from um, from like stuck to from trauma um, to liberation, mm-hmm. and so that I think that's what our, the goal is for for in my sense when I'm teaching or providing filmmaking or using Marvel curriculum or, or content to really discover and flow through these struggles and trauma into these strategies of, of liberation. Yeah. Would you say that m- most art uh, derives from trauma, like the good stuff? Like, like, and do we use that as kind of like a therapy? Is that is that how your approach would probably be best described? Yes. And um, there are some generic art forms that do not speak directly as more consumerism and commercialism. Yeah. Um, and so just thinking about like how intentional our work is around that identity growth and development and um, exploration compared to some where it's just about having that like students check mark check off like if they're learning to read or progress through the academic rigor Mm. um so ours is all the above yeah and your mission statement oh go ahead oh i was just gonna add that like in addition to you know being open to the ways that the arts can be used in response to trauma that also a lot of our focus is on like revitalization of our souls and communities in collaboration with one another and really a celebration of our like wholeness um, and beingness and belongingness together. Yeah. And I, I feel like, um, so I kind of want to hit your mission statement because I think it encapsulates everything in a really good way to ignite joy and justice in classrooms and communities using arts-based learning, anti-racist education and social activism. Can you talk a little bit about the pieces inside of that and how you go about that? Um, Especially arts-based learning. What is that? How do you, how do you use that? I don't want to hog up all the time, but um, there's, I can give very specific examples of those and maybe two years ago, uh, when Southland Stories was first forming, maybe three, uh, this student came and her name is Cece Chan and said, I want to create a short film on what's happening in, in Seattle public schools around curriculum and content. And so she made this 
45 minute documentary featuring her community members and her peers and her beliefs around the content and curriculum that did not serve her or her community well. And so just thinking about like that student voice piece, just elevating and just um, amplifying her thoughts and beliefs and, and values around curriculum contents and what how she wants to be seen in, in the classroom. And then had opportunity to show it at the at Pacific Place downtown theater, where there are hundreds of folks there. And then also she's be, been able to use that same video um, that she made, same documentary to teach and teach teachers and educators, which is powerful for like a high school student begin training teachers based on something that she hurt her, her artwork. And that's been done through a number of film projects and math and murals that Sarah had had, had opportunity led or Dr. Felder, what he coaches when he's teaching Marty Bell, when Marty Bell is in the classroom coaching teachers. So it's all the above. There are so many different forms of art that we're using. But I, again, I don't want to like hog the time because I think that these folks see it as well. So let me share. Oh, I'm sorry. Mine. Go ahead. OK, thank you. Um, so I just want to add, um, you know, there are so many brilliant educators out there that are centering youth, their needs and strengths. And at the same time, classroom teachers have to contend with the expectations that come from districts, standardized testing, curriculum standards that overpower um, really focusing on being present, such as um, what Dante was sharing, right? Just being present and focused on what um, and who the child is. And a big part of our programming is that action piece, right? It's that here's the space and the tools and the resources to be able to express yourself, you, as, as authentically as you are in this space right now, um, you know, being able to create film, right, um, or being able to perform, right? Um, and so it's really about what is your authentic self and let's explore that and that will lead to liberation. This is all great. Uh, Donald, did you have something to add? I sure do. Uh, and I'll begin by by sharing that uh, this is my 50th year working in public education. And for most of those years, it has involved children who are associated with the correct, excuse me, the correctional system or foster care. And so over these years, it became very clear to me uh, when we talk about trauma, we talk about racism, uh, working with educators, you have to be very specific and non-general about what that looks like inside the classroom. And, and so uh, working with adolescents to now working with little ones, first grade, second grade, it became, this is what I think about this is what I think about when I see trauma. I see children coming to school in bad moods who sometimes do not learn from the mood that they that they surround themselves in. And so the goal is to change that mood. And through play, through acts of joy, we start to see children forget what's outside in the community. And, become, and begin to embrace the culture of joy, anti-dress, anti, what, what's that word? Uh, racism, anti-racism that, that frames itself within the classroom. So when I talk about 
being very specific, I'm saying that if we understand racism, racism is about creating a hierarchy of who's superior and who's inferior. That's what it looks like inside the classroom. And you see it by the way instruction is carried forth. Example, you see sometimes black children sitting in the back of the classroom Mm -hmm. on the sides of the walls, while those who are getting it are sometimes right there in the front. And so I began to talk to teachers about room arrangement. I talked to teachers about cultural cues that make children or help children create identity development so that they begin to see how powerful they they can become in the classroom. When I think about how art is used, I think about the first time I became a believer. And that's when Amy Ryder uh, came into a classroom full of juvenile delinquents, six, two, six, three young men, African-American men. And many teachers, quite frankly, were afraid of these guys. Amy did something that I thought was really special. She took to took these children to back then it was called um, uh, Sandpoint. And they happened to have a huge, huge uh, complex there that was framed itself around a circus. And and I, let me say circus because that is a form of art. Mm-hmm. And when I think about art, I think about play. And all of these young men went out to Sandpoint and they began to act like clowns. They began to act like uh, those who swing on that apparatus. Uh, they began to get outside of themselves to do what they couldn't do inside a classroom. And and what I noticed is their attendance went up. What I noticed, there was less violence inside outside in the community because they had a desire to be inside that classroom. So when I heard that Dante was doing these uh, uh, these uh, theaters, was doing theater out there in the community, and I was watching some of these young men and young ladies who typically remain quiet and silent in classrooms becomes the best of themselves in theater. So I start saying to myself, why can't we be intentional about this? And so the theory that I operate on is that when community is standing by the sides of teachers and they are creating bridges so that teachers don't have to do more work, they just have to learn how to collaborate with those who can bring art into the classroom. And it's in that combination that you start to see little miracles start to happen within our children. And that's what I believe South End Story does for not only teachers, but I'm hoping that quite frankly, given that the the report card for all of our students who are failing up here in these school systems, I just honestly believe that by pairing artists with teachers, we can start to see progress. We can begin to see great achievements. And quite frankly, we'll have a better classroom because there's lots of joy and happiness that children and teachers and others experience. Yeah. Anecdotally, listening to you talk, what I think I'm getting is that 
identity development, confidence, togetherness, trust is a great way to bring out the best in people and allow them to maybe break down some of their prejudices, uh, not only against others, but against themselves, maybe? A absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, what my mama used to always say is uh, when you got something to lose, you don't you not you learn how to say no hmm. to those things that bring harm to your personal vision. And so what I've seen over these years is that children have a reason for going to school. Children begin to find a purpose that matters for their why they do what they do talking about engaging and learning. So I just I just think that what you just rattled off are the real key points in why we do what we do. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. So now you talk a lot about curriculum design and working with educators. What is it that uh, is maybe not being provided to teachers or what don't they know? What do you see as a better path forward for them to get the most out of the youth that uh, that are being underserved at the moment? Well, you're aware that uh, the state is now promoting social emotional learning K through 12 mm. because of all these mental crises that are occurring and not only in our community, but in schools as well. Lots of evidence for that. So the state has said, and Seattle Public Schools, one of the districts, is really wrapping their arms around SEL. And, uh, and the ideal is, is that every day, in relationship to what is taught in core subjects, we begin to talk about our history, because history is part of our culture, right? And we talk about those figures that have starred in the area of math, starred in the area of science. And then we talk about their attributes in terms of how did they conquer their challenges. We talk about the attributes that people bring to supporting others when there's a need. Uh, we talk about the opportunities for being able to bring out the best within yourself when you are serving others. So the curriculum, there is a curriculum. And I want to say that, well, let me say the school district has adopted, adopted a curriculum. Uh, sometimes I think it, it, it lacks the cultural sensitivity to help bring out what you talked about. Mm -hmm. So part of our goal is to recognize what are those themes that are being taught and then how do we enrich those objectives, those learning objectives with culture? How do we enrich the themes that are being mandated, so to speak? How do we enrich that so that children can find literature to read about why it's important and how they can see themselves in in supporting creating what i want to call an environment where everybody feels like they belong mm. so it's it's really creating opportunities where children are the mainstay of what is actually happening and i just play a role and all the others play a role of facilitating the process so that teachers are the masters of the content that's associated with math, language, reading, but we enhance it by bringing in the 
arts so that children can have fun and children can begin to identify with the work in a very comprehensive way so that what we can begin to do, and this is, and the people you see here are, are what we call this assessment team, because what we like to be able to prove is that through this work, we're gathering data to not only show that there are benefits of children improving their their reading and their math and their signing and, and science but we're also beginning to look at how this helps children get along behave in ways that are personally beneficial hmm. so that's what we kind of look at and that's how i kind of see myself in in this role yeah and I think also i'd like to oh no, I, was gonna, I was gonna actually pass it to um to you as well uh, Madi, just because you're helping design, but I think that right before I do is that there's intentionality around um, how do you build curiosity and and laughter and silliness inside the um, the construction of the the curriculum, the lessons. Mm. So that has to be intentional. Um, and so I just think that Madi and Doug, with having this amazing team, is is, is powerful to see. And so Madi, why don't you talk about your process? Yes, thank you. And that's all in the structure of how we craft and curate and cultivate these spaces that prioritize joy. And we utilize a project-based learning approach to learning in our spaces that allows youth to drive their own learning through inquiry, reflection, and feedback processes. So this is an experiential form of learning that takes youth away from Eurocentric beliefs about teaching and learning. Um, and allows everyone to shine bright in, you know, ways that are academically and emotionally invigorating. So this is a process that puts the learning in the students' hands, but it is highly, highly structured, right? So there is a beginning, middle, and end um, that allows youth to utilize their strengths, but also to um, strengthen project management skills, as well as ask questions, right? And build that curiosity and how to move through this process in a way that, um, promotes this problem solving, but also ends up creating this beautiful product, whether it's in the form of a theater performance or a film that really honors their true selves in a way that also, um, you know, um, bridges the gap between our buildings, our school communities, as well as the broader community as well. So it, it, it concludes in this wonderful showcase where students can talk about their process, um, but also showcase the work that they've done in our South End Stories classrooms. Yeah, I think he, I think you nailed it. Um, anecdotally, for me, once my curiosity's been piqued, you've got my engagement, you've got my enthusiasm, you've got my interest. It's all right there, and I think that that's a brilliant way to go about things. Let's talk about practicality, though, uh, in action. Let's talk about your performances uh, and and what's going on outside of the curriculum design. Um, let's talk about the the work that you're doing uh, on the stage. What, what do you guys got going on? What skills are being learned there? And what can we look forward to? I would all say it depends on where you are. Um, at Evergreen, there's a partnership that Evergreen High School um, in the Highline District, there's a rich partnership with the Seattle Art Museum. And so the students are receiving a stipend after, for after, after school work. Um, to curate some type of film um, based off of um, inspired work at, from the Seattle Art Museum. Matter of fact, there's a field trip that's taking place just for them to walk around and experience the third, um, the art museum on Thursday after school. And then they're going to come back and then they're going to start creating the short film from that. 
there's also a, a rich partnership with the Seattle Public Library, and we're forming this amazing um, space for that social emotional learning. To, but also, we have this secret agenda to increase um, comprehension and reading fluency and blah, blah, blah. But more, more importantly, is just giving students amazing skill sets that they can carry on to for the rest of their lives. We have this at Franklin High School. The students have they're in uh, production now for a for two short films, four four short films um, that they developed and curated and and are doing their amazing thing at Holgate Elementary or Holgate Church. There's an after school program, and that's tied to that social emotional learning that Madi and Kai, um, I can't remember Kai's last name, Dr. Felder. And Dr. Felder has been working on to really create this impactful after-school program that's also tracking what's happening inside the school. Um, so we're doing a lot, in, but I would say intentional work. So there's a lot of great films working, great um, partnerships with theater, um, great opportunities for social um, social studies work that's it's centered around comics, comics and sci-fi. Mm -hmm. Um, but that intentional work, again, goes back to the construction of the, I, I like to say construction of the lesson plan. And also, here's where, again, I'm going to try to solicit laughter, joy, curiosity. I'm going to, in this moment, challenge students. So I'm being intentional about the beats of the, of the lesson plan as we build it to for those bigger, that amplifies into bigger projects. If that, I don't know if that answers your question, but there's a lot going on. I, I would highly suggest maybe even to pop in and see the magic that's 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 doing its thing. Yeah, it sounds like your reach is fairly vast. So uh, why don't we uh, do this instead? Uh, if somebody wants to get involved, whether it be youth who wants to you know get involved in the performing arts, uh, teachers who want to learn more about curriculum design and how to integrate arts, laughter, joy, uh, or just donate, how do people learn more? How do they get involved? From um, For South End Stories, you can plug into some of our big events. On April 2nd, we're going to have a, a, a showcase at the Seattle Center um, at the, in the Armory to display our short films and, and magic. If you want to donate, go to our blog and then also tap into the, to the donate section. Every dollar counts. Every dollar goes to um, like the programming. And that's what we are about is about the programming. How do we create extraordinary programming that is going to uh, provide students with lifelong lessons. How else can they evolve? Yeah, plug into our, our our systems. And also we have this amazing blog that's that's up. And also we have an Instagram page that you can plug into to see what's happening um, on, on the, during a weekly basis. Yeah. Is there anything I'm missing? I'm I'm happy to 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 plug the blog a little bit um, for youth that want to get involved. I I'm the blog mentor. Um, we have two amazing students um, who are our editors this year, um, and we are constantly on the look for um, for pieces written by youth. Um, we have the budget to pay you for your work. Um, it's a really wonderful way to have your voice heard, to get the experience of publishing your own work. Um, we're always, always on the lookout. So if you're youth and you're interested in writing or just experiencing that process, please, please reach out. Mm. Oh, thank uh, you. Hannah, for oh, 
Go for it. I was just going to say plug too, like if you're interested in, in creating short films after for after school or helping curate our massive film festival at the end of the year, you can also re- students can also receive a stipend for for their uh, for their work. So there are spaces where students can get paid to do some type of amazing project. Um, and yeah, we want to amplify your voice and we want to get out of your way and 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 help support your 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 imagination. Sarah? Um, and I was going to add to, and I'm so stoked about um, all the information we're putting out and ensuring that youth can get in touch with us. And yeah, we are always trying to ensure that we're compensating for people's work and energy and beautiful arts that they're sharing with us, including poetry, theater, visual arts. I mean, it really um, runs the gamut. Uh, our website is southendstories-artsed.com. And our Instagram is southendstories. So you can find us there on our website. You can also just Google South End Story Seattle. I'll be honest, then it's the first hit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can contact us where there's a... Um, what's I call a tab that says get involved and you can contact us. We love hearing from teachers. We love hearing from youth. Um, You can email us directly. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there to make sure that y'all know that there's like tons of ways to get involved and we are super stoked for all of them. And also, even though we've focused on youth and teacher spaces in this particular interview, we also collaborate with like communities and believe really strongly in community partnership in the arts and ensuring that the community is always part of our educational process. Intentionally. Intentionally. <laughs> well, as as happens every time I have a conversation, at the end, everyone goes, I wanted to talk about this. Is there anything that we didn't cover today that you think people should know about South End Stories and the work being done? You know, I would like to just share the the culmination of what took place last year that just made me feel so proud about being a part of South End Stories. Uh, many, many children from many, many schools or a few schools uh, created these short films and they got an opportunity to uh, show these short films on big screen theater at I forget the name of the theater downtown, but it was like going to the movies and there were these short films. And as I looked around, I saw all these parents and they were drinking soda pop and uh, and eating popcorn, watching their children on this big screen television. And there were like 500, 600 people up in there. And it was it was something that I thought was very, very, very special because it's not, it's not every day that a child will see themselves on the big screen TV for the work that they produced. And so I just, uh, you know, I'm trying to imagine if this could happen every day, Mm. how it would change the world of public education. I think I would also love to, to just add as much as everything is centered for our children, for our youth, we are also here for the teachers. I think that something that I like to keep in my mind is that 
what I'm doing is being support for this teacher who is managing probably an oversized classroom, working some crazy hours. I mean, our programming was delayed this year because of the, the Seattle public school strike. So just trying to keep in the forefront of my mind when I'm in classrooms that I am just as much here for the teachers as I am the students, I think creates a really wonderful partnership and um, hopefully lets teachers know that we are here for them and that we will do whatever we can to support them in supporting their children. Yeah, I think uh, all of the work that you guys are doing is phenomenal. Uh, I thank you so much for your time. Uh, I've enjoyed listening to each one of you speak. Dr. Felder, I think I could listen to you talk for 10 straight hours and not get bored. Uh, (laughs) But I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much to every one of you for joining me and talking about South End Stories this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Conversations is a public affairs program of this station.